I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. So, do you really know where your congressional representative stands on issues that are important to you? Not not what's on their social media feed, not the posturing stuff that goes on in front of the cameras in our nation's capital, but where do they actually stand on issues that you care about? Uh, there are times when senators and members of the House are actually forced to go on the record. It's actually called a vote. I know that's a radical thing. Uh, the Senate rarely votes these days. Uh, they do a lot of things by uh, unanimous consent, which is so ev- no one has to go on the record as to what they really would have voted on that. But is that a bad thing? Wouldn't we want our representatives to go on the record and actually have to cast vote on the issues that we care about? Or is that just too risky for those in our nation's capital? Let's break it down. Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. So this is one of those things I've been noodling on uh, for the last little while uh, we have so many things where we we seem to get it wrong. We we understand where our representatives are on the performative scale because we watch them perform on social media or on cable news networks. Uh, we know that. But how often do we really know what they actually believe on issues that actually matter to us? And one of the things that got me started down this path, uh, you may remember a couple of weeks ago, we had uh, Chris Steyerwalt on from The Dispatch, and he was talking about how Americans are feeling about mandates, restrictions, and how this was going to be a big test for Democrats in Washington, D.C. and across the country rolling into the midterm elections. Take a listen. Democrats failed spectacularly on the Delta variant. Uh, They panicked. Their safety culture uh, triggers all went off. And they, Americans were so pleased to be coming out, right? Mm -hmm. The summer was was going to be good. We've done it. The vaccines are here. And instead of doing the correct thing, which is to say there's a Delta variant coming, if you don't want to die, you should go get vaccinated because it will kill you. And that's instead of focusing on that, they they went halfway and it was some masks. It was more it was the reimposition of these restrictions. If Democrats, if the White House and Democrats at the state level and certainly we, we've seen examples, uh, Jared Paulus, the governor of uh, Colorado, has actively rejected more restrictions, right? Mm -hmm. We're not doing it. Go get your boosters. Go get vaccinated. We're not doing it. 
the single biggest test for Democrats in a lot of ways is going to be whether they can, among their own number, convince themselves that a vaccine forward approach to be confident in that and not slip back into panicky shutdown stuff. Because I'll tell you right now, those same persuadable voters we're talking about with gas prices and other things have had it. They have absolutely had it with lockdowns and restrictions. Uh, Biden knows it. We'll see whether he can convince his party of it. All right, so that's clearly an issue that is on the minds of a lot of the American people. Uh, the mandate issue has been uh, in the news a lot of late, uh, both in terms of congressional action and what's been happening in the courts in terms of many of those uh, mandates from uh, Washington, D.C. Uh, being held up in the courts. And so the interesting thing was this. You you may remember as the government needed to be funded, uh, Utah Senator Mike Lee said that as part of that, we should have a vote. Uh, because that's what you're supposed to do before you vote on big pieces of legislation. Uh, you offer amendments and you have debate, and then you take votes. And often what happens in Washington is they just do this thing called unanimous consent, which means that if no one out of the 100 senators in the chamber uh, object, then it's just passed as if everybody voted yes. But no one really had to vote yes or no. And so it becomes very hard to hold anybody accountable. Senator Lee said, I'm not going to allow you to do a unanimous consent uh, on this uh, continuing resolution of, of funding the government unless we have a vote on on, vac- on the vaccine mandates that came out by executive order from President Biden. And so that took place. So that worked out. They passed a continuing resolution. The government was funded. And then later on, they took this vote on overturning the mandates that the president had done by executive order. Uh, And that passed uh, with 52 votes, including two Democrats. Now, that moves over to the House side, uh, where currently the uh, plan for uh, Speaker Nancy Pelosi is to just let it sit on her desk until it dies uh, and not ever take a vote on it. So that could be the the end of the matter, although Republicans in the House do have the ability to force a vote on it if they could get a few more of their Democratic colleagues uh, to say, yeah, we should take a vote on that. Uh, But here's the issue. Uh, Even though this resolution that was passed uh, against the the mandates, uh, even though it is not likely to pass the House and then be signed into law by the president, I'm guessing the president would probably veto that one. uh, But it is an important process. And that's what I want to focus on. It's the process that actually matters. Why? Because it puts people on the record as to what matters. And especially when it comes to something like vaccine mandates, we can all say, yes, we're, we're for vaccines. We are vaccinated. We're boosted. Uh, and we can be against uh, big, heavy-handed mandates coming from the federal government. And so people should be on the record about that. Now, I think there's a host of things that we ought to have members of Congress on the record for. But too often we don't get that. And why don't we get that? Because we don't get to see what's going on. Because what normally happens is the leaders of both parties get together, work out some deal, then they go present it to the Democrats and they go and present it to the Republicans. You often hear of these caucus lunches, uh, which are legendary in Washington, D.C., and they go into those caucus luncheons behind closed doors. Uh, often they'll even kick the staff out. And this is one I will I would always laugh at uh, when I was uh, a chief of staff because you would go into these lunches. Usually a chief or a legislative director would be in there with the member. But then they get to a point where they're going to really hash out something. 
and they would excuse the staff because they didn't want anything to be leaked to the press. And I would always chuckle because it was always the senators who leaked things to the press. It was it was rarely the staffers that were doing that leaking. But the, the staffers take the blame for that. Uh, so anyway, they go into those conference meetings. Uh, Senator Schumer would sell it to the Democratic caucus and and Mitch McConnell sells it to the Republican caucus. And then they come out and say, we've got a we've got an agreement. And away they go uh, without really having anybody on record uh, in terms of what matters. And that's where we have to get, uh, especially with these important things. As Chris Dyerwald said at the uh, the top of the show, that these are the things that do matter to the American people and where members of Congress stand on those issues matters to the American people. But it's really hard to figure that out because they don't have to vote. And so until we really do have this idea, uh, you may remember uh, Representative Ocasio-Cortez really ran on the idea that I'm going to hold people's feet to the fire. I'm going to force votes uh, of everybody, not just the Republicans, but I'm going to force the Democrats to take hard votes. Uh, She hasn't really executed on that. She's been much more in the performative category, uh, focusing on the social media hits. Uh, But that is that is what we should be doing. Uh, We should be focusing on running Congress just a little bit differently. And that requires our senators and our members of Congress to stand up and say, I'm not going to let this just pass by unanimous consent. I'm not going to let this just slide through uh, because that's what the leaders of the party want. Uh, You want someone to stand up and say, nope, everyone has to actually show up, walk onto the floor of the Senate and cast a vote so that their constituents know where they actually stand. And that's where we've got to get to. We have to get to where we can have every, we should hope that every member of Congress, every senator in particular, says no to unanimous consent. Says, no, we should debate this. We should have an amendment process where every member has a right to offer an amendment to a bill. And then let's take a vote so the people can hold them accountable. It's called transparency outcomes and accountability think about that one think again with lloyd matheson on ksl news radio i'm dave Colley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast cold don't miss cold's new season three where i look into the unsolved disappearance of sheree warren a woman last seen leaving her job at a salt lake city office in 1985 Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.